welcome. Everything is fine. This is a Good Place Podcast. We are the Nerdy Boys. This is brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. Say hello, Kevin and Jules. Hello. Hello. I am Tim, and I decided to reverse things this week. Derek. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for joining us again. My ding-dong's a wind chime. (laughs) Hey, spoilers, okay? Uh, Thank you for joining us again. This is Everything is Fine, a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. We drop an episode every Monday. One of our episodes coincides with one of their episodes. We are in catch-up mode, but we are almost there. We've got, including this one, three episodes left this season. We've got the same amount of weeks until season three premieres we might drop a double episode just so we can do season two recap we'll see not promising anything but it's possible we know how much the maximum derricks love us and so we want to deliver for you yeah we got some new maximum derricks in the group this week so that's hella cool thanks and uh there's been a lot of discussion so i dig it and y'all seem to like the the name i don't know we're gonna stay maximum derricks for a while so that's yeah, we didn't get in any arguments against, so until further notice, you guys yeah. are the Maximum Derricks. Woo! Maximum Derrick. I'm actually working on a t-shirt, so yay! that might be available soon if I'm good enough. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, guys, uh, we always start off every episode calling back to the episode previous, and last week... They talked about their ideal good place and what it would be like in the bad place. Now, I know we've talked about our good place before, but have we talked about what our bad place would look like? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I think we we established many times that me and Kevin for sure are going to the bad place and that Tim maybe rides the line, <laughs> might be a medium place, uh, but we haven't really talked about our bad places. I don't know. Yeah. So how oh. would you be tortured? Like, I feel like in my bad place, there would be really bad pop music playing all the time. Like, huh. I don't know. Uh, what was, what's that boy band? That so reruns of Co- pitch perfect or what? <laughs> I will what? kill you. Um, <laughs> Uh, what's that boy band that they all split up? The guy has long hair. What's, uh, uh, know? in sync, uh, Backstreet nope. Boys. No, the new uh, one. BTS. The new um, one. O-Town. No, they were really um, hot like two years ago, four years ago. 98 degrees. Oh my gosh. Do you know what year it is? <laughs> wow. Jules, what, what are you doing? I, like somebody what, what? else. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, one it's Direction. Got, what's, yeah, One, one direction. direction. There you go. I couldn't there get there. I'm, I could name all of the guys <laughs> in it. Harry, I, but I could, I could not get the name. Uh, Niall. I'm stuck. Yeah. I mean, af- everything after Inseek and Backstreet Boys, like, I just don't know any boy bands other They're than They're the BTS. one boy band. But yeah. yeah, it would be like One Direction music and early Taylor Swift playing all the time in the background. And Aww. it would probably be, you know what? You know what else? There would be people there whose jobs it would be to debate me. And I would be winning the debate, but they're too stupid to realize it. That's that's oh. like that is torture to me when I'm yeah, making I someone look like an absolute fool in a debate. But they're like, well, I guess I won that one. I, I'm like, I did such a good job that you're so <laughs> dumb. You can't even see that I crushed you. <laughs> oh, God. So my bad place is like that but extend it a little bit. So really the way I can encapsulate this the best is my bad place is an airplane in the seventies. 
it's like this enclosed tube with a stranger sitting next to you and they just want to talk and everyone's smoking and that is it. <laughs> you can't get up and walk around. You can't get away from them. It's that. They just won't stop bothering you like, hey, bud, no. how you been today, man? I, oh, I don't cool. even like I I'd try to put headphones on, but they're this huge thing. So that's not happening. <laughs> I can't escape this conversation. <laughs> It's just an infinite, it's going on forever. This conversation of you like, I'm all good, man. I'm okay. Like, <laughs> but, but how's the weather, man? We're in this plane. It's kind of weird, right? We're on an airplane and he'd be so <laughs> stupid that I would debate him about it. And he would not know that he, that he had lost the debate. Oh God. Like it doesn't, the weather doesn't matter. We're in an, a metal tube hurtling across the earth. And he'd be like, right? The earth's flat, man. And I'd be like, oh my God. Oh God. No. <laughs> Oh, I found the guy that started all this. That would be my bad place. I heard the Earth's a tube now. I think that's a thing. Yes, no? tube, tube earth. earth. Like a donut? Tube Earth. Tube Earth? So donut Earth? Jules, um, would your bad place be that someone took your Switch now that you're a Switch boy? Oh, man. Yeah. Me just sitting there. No, I think I actually just thought of this uh, right now. I think I was in the bad place last night or two nights oh, ago. Uh, we were hanging outside the taco truck and they had karaoke outside and it was very loud. So the whole pretty much the whole street could hear. And it's just I think my bad place is just a jazz lounge. So I'm like comfortable in a nice, nice couch. Right. But the sing the singers know all the words. But they're just slightly off. They're just slightly <laughs> out of tune. They're just in a few different keys. That bothers me like no other. I don't know why. <laughs> like I heard a, and I and I know all the songs. Like there's songs I like. If they're singing all the songs that I like, in ten different keys and know all the words oh man that is my bad place and that's kind of what happened I was like oh I like this Kesha song oh I like this Lady Gaga song okay oh no. It was oh, just no. really loud. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And no switch. No switch in sight. Nope, they took his switch because he's now a switch boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that all sounds terrible. That's awful. Please do whatever you can to stay out of those bad places because they sound horrific. <laughs> um, so and let right. us know yes. what your bad place is, Maximum Derricks, in the Facebook group. You look up Everything is Fine, a good place podcast, and it should show up right on Facebook. So go check us out and become a Maximum Derek, and we'll post that question, and we'll hear about your bad places. Right on. So that brings us to our news for the week. The People's Choice Award nominees came out. What? And uh, not that that means a whole lot, but you know what? It's nice to win <laughs> awards. Yay, for mm -hmm. winning awards. And Kristen What was Bell it, the ESPYs this weekend? The ESPYs? Uh, I don't know. I don't watch the ESPYs. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Yeah, the ESPYs was the thing. Yeah, <laughs> But uh, the People's Choice care. Awards I mean, I, that's are just the thing. E! Entertainment Network uh, gives them out, but it's it's nominated for the people to vote on. So you can, you know, it's like an appreciation from the fans. And The Good Place racked up some good stuff. Kristen Bell was very thankful on her Instagram uh, page telling people to go vote, you know, if they had time. And we'll give you the information on that. But it was nominated for Best Comedy TV Show. And Kristen Bell was nominated for Best Comedy Actor, as was Ted Danson. And Yay. Kristen Bell was nominated for Overall Best TV, Best Female TV Actor. Drama, comedy, everything. Like, favorite. I think they wow. call it favorite because it's people's choice, not best. Yeah. But favorite female TV personality or something like that. So that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, if they even, like, rack up at least one win that's yeah. kind of a big thing for this tv show that's you know 
pretty new and in going into their only third season. And right. It's like a not a, a remake of some other show, you know. So that's cool. <laughs> well, Maximum Derricks, if you want to support The Good Place, this is you go to PCA.eonline.com and you can vote for these winners uh, that we hope they're winners. And you can vote up to 25 times a day. Wow. So you can really, Ooh. like, you know, be a keyboard warrior for this cause. <laughs> so, yeah, go check uh, do we get nominated? a lot of votes. Yeah, do we get nominated for uh, best uh, podcast about the best TV show? So no? what, what I heard was that they were going to nominate us for best segment in the history of podcasting, but that oh. they felt it was unneeded for the vote. So they just gave it to us. Mm. Yeah. Nice. So we weren't nominated. We were get awarded. That segment? <laughs> I just It's called Out of Context Quotes of the Week. <laughs> oh. What? No way. <laughs> so nice. speaking of that, Jules, why don't you kick it off? <laughs> <laughs> this episode I really love this episode. This was yes. fantastic. Uh this one's short. I'm luggage. <laughs> um Apples, you eat their clothes, but oranges, you don't? <laughs> Jason, this is hell. Of course there's a gift shop. <laughs> and damn, you got that good stink. <laughs> nice. Those are my four. <laughs> I hate the days where I'm crossing off some of the best ones on my list. I know. I just goes. crossed okay. off all I'm of those. But luckily, I wrote down oh, like God. 50. So, I yeah, love it. I know. Uh, so I have, hey, uh, pass the NASCAR ketchup. <laughs> okay. um, it makes you smell the way Transformers makes you feel. <laughs> and once you've dogged every hole, you just start to feel like you're repeating yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Been there. Oh, there were so many good ones in this episode. You don't really eat these pancakes. It's more like they eat you. Mm. <clears throat> Mostly I just stood around while Baz Luhrmann threw glitter on me. I learned to be passive aggressive. Really nice of you to notice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all passengers, you all suck and you're ugly. Again, you suck and you're ugly. Let's hit the bar. I'm going to get myself a piping hot glass of corn syrup and then get a scooter to roll around the mall. <laughs> oh, my wind chimes like you. <laughs> oh god. Oh, that's a terrifying statement. And my yeah. personal favorite, I'm a naughty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone just listened to all of those right now and they have no idea what show it is, like right? that's this insane. This is probably the most diverse one we've had. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why everybody loves, and this has been Out of Context, Quotes of the Week, which brings us to the episode, Jules, I mean, not Jules, you don't know what's happening. What? I don't Kevin. know. Tell us what's going what? on, please. I, I don't watch the episode. Right. I just wait for Kevin to <laughs> synopsize this it. Is, yeah, yeah, if you guys didn't know that, <laughs> Kevin just does the synopsis and then Jules just goes from That's there. That's all I know. Yep. That's right. <laughs> so our beloved fools are on a train ride to the bad place and they try to, as they try to sneak into the judgy place while Sean thinks they're in the medium place. Michael hides everyone in the Museum of Human Misery, but the bad place is having a party there. Cheaty won't lie even to save himself. But Tahani and Jason are having a blast, and Eleanor takes a break from swearing again to help Chidi rationalize lying. Michael shows up with the escape route and throws everybody through a portal, sacrificing himself and solving the trolley problem at the same time. Woo! What uh, a doozy. 
We start off on a train in the dark. Like the train is on a track, but the track is in the nothing, like the never ending story. Mm -hmm. There's. I love it. It's just complete pitch black. That visual was fascinating to me. I thought I was on the wrong episode for a little bit uh, because like they usually do like transitions or something. This one, they just dropped you into this place, this train. I was like, oh, okay, we're doing it. We're going. This is it. Yeah, this episode was bookended by that. This episode started abruptly, and this episode ends abruptly. Very true. Very true. Which was really interesting, yeah. So they're on this train. (laughs) Chidi's a little worried that he lost his lucky bookmark, but he didn't. Don't worry, guys. It's all good. Have we... Has that been brought up before? (laughs) No. I was like, where did this bookmark come from? No, this is (laughs) a new thing. He's always had it in his pocket. We're just finding out. These are the things that that Eleanor and Chidi share in their their more personal moments. Um, I get it. But yeah, so Michael's explaining the plan. The judge is in a neutral zone um, where there is a bunch of things, only a few things. One of them is the international uh, hole of pancakes where the pancakes eat you. And because Jason wants to order a tutti, fruity, righty, rooty. Tutti, fruity. Yeah. Rudy tutti, fresh and fruity. That's what I order from IHOP. So, so I was a like, real yo, thing. Jason. I was like, yes. All right. I'll just get eggs. Tell yeah, us what that's, about that's a real thing. thing. Tell us what that's what that is. What is this? Um, Just a bunch of pancakes with like... uh. I don't know, just fruit, fruit, fruity, fruity stuff. It's just pancakes, really, and just the sides, some sides and stuff, and they have, like, fruity stuff on it. Yeah. Ah, So Jason is just rambling about (laughs) apples and oranges and Molotov cocktails, and that's pretty much all he's got to add to this discussion. Mm -hmm. But they get their fake bad place disguises, and they're really just the coolest looking people from the 50s ever. That's what their bad place disguises are. It's so crazy. I would not mind going to the bad place looking at the aesthetic. I was like, oh, this is cool. Cool right? aesthetic. But And I, I love how all the women were dancing with unlit cigarettes. Like yeah. that's just they were just <laughs> going for that look, you know? They don't light it. They were like Will Smith. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so Cheaty can't lie. Everybody's on board with this plan. It's like, yeah, looks, let's let's get into our characters and Tahani's like I'm gonna be American this is great and do you ever notice this so it was also on Frasier uh, when Daphne decided she was gonna practice her American accent they take their Mm -hmm. their voice down like several octaves do British people speak in a higher pitch than American people or do they just hear it that way yeah really you've never watched Monty Python (laughs) <laughs> oh man, you need to watch some Monty Python then. They're all up there. That it's that's all it is. Yeah, I think so. And we're just really low. We're just like, all right, just because some moistened bin lobbed a scimitar at you. Well, it's it's really they just they can lower it and they become American. That's a I phrase w- every British person says. Yep, <laughs> I work in the hot dog factory. I mean, just like I don't know, it was just weird. She sounded really good. She did yeah, a good job. She did a great job. I was like, cool. Right. And everybody's ready to be convincing except for Chidi. Chidi's like, I can't lie. Uh, this is not good. So Eleanor tries to make Chidi okay with lying. And in the meantime, she calls him a dumbass and is just really psyched that she can curse again. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. But we're we're not talking about the best, cam- or what? not a cameo, but the best disguise. Oh, yeah. Jake Jordles. <laughs> Jake Jordles. I died laughing. Jake Jordles. It's don't jake, say jordles yeah <laughs> i was like oh no <laughs> uh yeah jake so jake jordles is there and what was what was uh tahani's name something mumps or something like that i forget what it was yeah i don't know uh tahani 
it was Rhonda. Rhonda, uh, Rhonda Mumps? Rhonda Mumps. Yeah, something like that. Yes. Her first name was Rhonda. Yeah, Rhonda Mumps, who works at the hot dog factory. You need to be more specific. There's like 20,000 hot dog factories. <laughs> Just throw them down their mouths. Uh, yeah. Turning people into, stuffing people with, oh, like down their throats? Sure. Sure, yeah. their throats. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so- Chidi's like, dude, I can't, I can't lie. And, and she's like, you have to, like, don't you understand? If you don't lie, we're all going to get caught. But there's a point system. And what if I lose points? And then when I get to the judge and I'm only a few points shy, but then what if, and then, uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's pretty much this entire show. <laughs> <laughs> so she does this thing where she, you know, it's, I, I totally understand. And he says, you're lying to me right now. Yes, I want to strangle you, which is perfect, Eleanor. <laughs> but Jason yep. is complaining about suits and court, and he doesn't know what a pocket square is. And uh, Janet says she thinks he looks good. And he says he thinks she looks sexy. Guys, something's happening here. What is Something's this? happening. And oh Janet buys him a briefcase. Well, I don't know if she buys it for him because she, she's boop, Janet. And she gives him a briefcase, it. which he thinks is great, but it's probably the worst idea ever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh that's the that's that's the couple like we need them to get to <laughs> just make them kiss just boop here you go here you go make them kiss hey look here is my uh money case uh can i go to the martini factory now <laughs> like no 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 here you go <laughs> let me get that <laughs> let me take that nope. let me take terrible that. idea <laughs> Oh, man. So um, Michael explains that Janet also has to act bad. And this becomes a problem, too, because it is definitely counter to her programming. And even when she says something stupid like, here, I won't give that glass of water to you, you butt thing. <laughs> She's got like three glasses of water behind her back ready because she can't not this please the humans. This reminded me of the cactus situation from last season mm -hmm. when she just kept pulling out a cactus from everywhere. Mm -hmm. I just I wanted to see so much more water. Like I wanted. Have you have you ever seen that prank where you, you put uh, the plastic cups around a room and then you fill them with water and it becomes like you can't walk around the room. Usually you do this to someone that's sleeping or in a college dorm ho uh, hallway or something so that no one can get around yeah. until you take the time to empty each cup individually. I wanted that on the train. I just wanted glasses of water everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, God. Well, Tani's like, don't worry about it. we got a little bit of time to work on this. We'll get you there. And then Michael's like, nah, dude, we've we've arrived. Here we are. So you get off the train, the overhead train. Sorry, I just had an explosion here. Um, the overhead <laughs> My light fell down off its perch. Uh, anyways, I'll continue this in the dark. For you audio listeners, you don't know right now, I just went in the dark and there's a light on the floor, but I'm not going to worry about it because I'm a professional and I'm going to continue. But, oh God. <laughs> anyways, they get there, the overhead train conductor's like, you guys all suck and you're ugly. Did you notice that there was a giant poster for Pirates of the Caribbean 6 on the side? No, I didn't oh, see that. Yes. I noticed that the first time I watched it through. I didn't see it this time, but I did remember <laughs> seeing that the first time. Oh, my God. You know you're in the bad place when, you're, when your only choice is Pirates of the Caribbean 6. I so think they've my, gotten to 6, no? It's like no, 5 or 6 now? So. I'm pretty so. sure. I hope not. Anyways. Well, let's put it this way. If the last one was 6, it was pretty bad. So. Yeah. There, there's, yeah. Anyways, they get inside and they're in a 
torture museum where we learn about some of the greatest human horrible people of all time jason wants to know if there's a gift shop michael says of course there's a gift shop this is hell Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't there be? I mean, I'm sure you're forced to go through the gift shop. You have to exit through it. That's I'm certain of that. You have to That's enter the through entrance it exit. and exit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> In the In middle. Fact, that that would have made this more perfect if the gift shop had been the portal to the judge. <laughs> oh. Or they had little uh, Eleanor and Chidi plushies or something. Yeah. That would be cool. Oh, God. Oh, it's right. like now, little. Now we got to make those. Or if it was like a <laughs> yeah. revolving door, like you go into the gift shop, you're like, I got to get out of here. You go out of the gift shop, and then that's the door that takes you back into the gift shop. <laughs> you just keep going. Just awful. But, anyways, what we do see is an exhibit of some of the worst humans ever. And I wrote a few of them down. We have the first person to use floss in an open plan office oh no she deserves to be there that person definitely should be in the bad place we have the first man to send an unsolicited picture of his genitals i love that he had to like stand still for 10 minutes to get that photo too yeah that was comprehensive it's it's the old-fashioned old-timey camera with the hood over it and the he uses and he uses a flash you got to light that stuff. Why? I mean, why? Yeah. Come on. I mean, no. Lighting is everything, Kevin. Yeah. It'll make you look, uh, <laughs> yeah. We don't need to go down that road, <laughs> but lighting is yeah, everything. Yeah. We'll just say nope. that. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got the first waiter to approach a diner with an empty plate and said, I guess you hated it, huh? Mm, There's so I many bad that. waiters, waiter jokes, but those are one of them. That's what <laughs> it's probably the worst. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. Yeah. We got the first white person to grow dreadlocks, and this was also the first person to call Ultimate Frisbee Ultimate. Double whammy. He's so cool. I'm sure his name was like, you know, Chad or something. Trent. If it was anything other than Chad or Trent, I'd be shocked. Those are actually, you just like, you nailed that, Kevin, right on the head. There is no way that dude's name is anything other than Chad or Trent. And y'all can say that. I can't, so. (laughs) oh man anyways so we get through all that stuff and michael has to leave he's got to go get these pins so that's the other thing we we kind of skipped over too he explains to the train that in order to get through the portal there's these little thumbs down pins and he's got Mm -hmm. one for himself but obviously they need three more janet doesn't need one because she's luggage yeah which is luggage (laughs) which is cool but like he just got that didn't he like he just got that little thumbs up thing. Yeah. That little Well, yeah, but he's never had to to travel there unannounced before. Like this this pin is like a security badge right. for work mm-hmm. where they've just turned on his ability to boop and open that door that his boss would open for him prior to that. Oh, Cuz okay. he's never had to go anywhere like that before. He just mm-hmm. got you know, promoted he snuck dog. In through the back door into the warehouse where the Janets are kept, okay. which is you know, different than what he's doing now. Right. So they need three more of those pins. And uh, so he's going to get them. And Eleanor tells him to be careful. And he's noticing that she's worried about him. And it's very touching because she tries to play it off. But he goes, (laughs) it's a very touching moment between those two. Yeah. I thought of it as well. Like he was just intrigued because that's like such a human thing. And a human is doing a human thing to him. And he, I guess he's not used to it. And he's like, 
you know, trying to turn a new leaf and be better, be a better person and all that stuff and not the demon that he is. So he's like, huh, wow. Like, that's how I took it. It was, it was like, wow, a human like cares for me. That's cool. Wow. It's Eleanor. Yeah, I think it was a new and novel experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he thought her capable of it. And I also don't think he thought himself worthy. It was a really touching moment. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm getting acclimated. <laughs> <laughs> so he thinks they're in a safe place because they're in this museum and it's kind of low level stuff. So nobody really goes there to visit it. They're not big exhibits. But all of a sudden, someone from the bad place shows up and starts instructing Janet's to set up tables. What is happening? We don't know. But we skip forward uh, to where Michael goes to see Sean. And Sean's like, welcome back. Axe up. (laughs) (laughs) That's about the most bad place thing I can think of. Just spraying on Axe body spray. And uh, he goes, it's Transformers. It makes you smell like watching the Transformers feels. Oh, I want to know what other flavors they have of flavors. that because that just sounds amazing. Well, I mean, honestly, I was going to say smells or scents, but flavors is more accurate. If you've yeah. never used Axe, oh, yeah. you don't so much wear it as you just kind of taste it. It's Ugh. in the air. So yep. I decided to lean into it as soon as it popped into my brain. Sure. So, you know, I'm like, going with it. Well, who's the Peanuts character that's got the cloud of dust around him? Pigpen. 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 That's what Axe Body Spray does. It creates this it visible is. cloud around you that everybody gets sucked into. It's like a vortex <laughs> that you're just like, and it's all bad. It's definitely a bad yeah. place thing. So he gets his uh, he gets his axe on, you know, and Michael runs the fake plan by him. He's like, hey, we got to go extract those humans. I need, you know, I'm taking a few of my top, you know, operatives here. So I'm going to need three pins. Just hook me up. And my, Sean goes, no, uh, we got a different idea planned for this. Throws the the file in the garbage we do we need to keep this on the down low now michael's a little bit up a creek here because he doesn't know what to do is that where we keep the uh really important documents now or (laughs) in the trash right right in the the circular filing cabinet yeah (laughs) so we are back at what has turned out to be a party and there's freaking bad place people everywhere this is a big problem and Eleanor pairs Chidi up with Jason because he knows his unearned confidence will keep Chidi from having to talk because Chidi doesn't want to lie and also Jason just belongs here I mean all the times we've kind of questioned where do these people belong when you see Jason with these bad place demons you're just thinking man this guy's in his element right now it's, he's just around, he really is. yeah, just around other Jasons, and it just feels right. He's like amused by them. He's able to communicate with them in the right way, so they don't suspect him at all. So it's like, <laughs> there he is. That's where he lives. That's where he should be. So yeah, like when he grows up, he could be one of those demons. <laughs> when he I could up. see it. <laughs> so they get paired off and they walk away, and we get. I think our second, but really maybe one of our best cameos of this show so far, because we've got Kristen Bell's real life husband, Dak Shepard, playing one mm-hmm. of the torture demons. He works in the toxic masculinity department, which they're setting up for that Girls Gone Wild guy. Oh, Joe Francis? For when he gets there. 
Oh, God, Jason. Oh, God. <laughs> they, it, it makes perfect sense, A, that Jason would know who that is, but B, that they're setting up a whole freaking department preparing for the entrance of Joe Francis. He is the <laughs> ultimate bad place guy. And the thing that mm-hmm. I noticed about this, too, is they have their kind of 1950s garb on and they work in Michael's department, essentially, whatever Michael's department yeah. is at this point. These guys are totally broing it up. Everything, you got the loud shirts, two buttons down, collars popped, hair slicked back, blonde tips, the whole thing. Like, these are the ultimate bros right here. Bros, yeah, we're going (laughs) to torture some people. Yeah, so one of his guys comes over and he's got a bit of a conundrum and he's so psyched because he mistakes Cheaty for a guy who he used to work with, who was a torture master. And... He's got this guy that he just can't crack. He doesn't know how to torture him. This dude who got kicked off a Rob Gronkowski Patriots players party bus for throwing a lobster at a stripper. Oh, God. Nice. Oh, I love it. And then Jason, you look at Jason and he's just like, oh, wow, so cool. I know. And they're like, I I love how he calls everyone top dog. Yeah, right. It's my top dog. Everyone's top dog. dog. This is my top dog. This is Trent. He used to be my top dog. This this is so and so my top dog. I swear to God, they're all named after the guy that named Ultimate Frisbee. (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> Just a bunch is of that... Trents and Chads walking around ball tapping yep. each other, which Jason thinks is fantastic. The ball tap gets him so excited. Last time I saw him so excited, as, as excited was the Pikachu balloon. So that tells yeah. you something. Oh, God. We should have, that didn't last. We should have two fandoms. One's people that we don't like. They're called Top Dogs. And then our main <laughs> base, the maxi- Maximum Derricks. Oh, oh, so this is what's going to happen. So guys out there who are fans of our show, (laughs) you're you're all called Maximum Derricks. And we'll continue to call you Maximum Derricks behind closed doors as long as we like you. But if you're a fan and we don't like you, secretly, we're just going to call you a top dog. Top dog. Yeah, Tim's a top dog all day, every day. Every day I'm a top dog. (laughs) So (laughs) Eleanor. And Sahani are chatted up when Janet comes by. She's going to try and figure out what's going on. Don't worry, guys. She's going to get to the bottom of it. But we get back to Michael and Sean, and they're in like a black ops room. It's like where the president sits when he's overhearing secret missions out in the Middle East or something like that. And uh, Michael's like, well, wait a second. This is this is just illegal. This is not right. And Sean goes, well, I'm a naughty bitch. So what are you worried about? <laughs> <laughs> And did you notice? I, I love the war room. That, right. that was just such like a like an Obama era uh, drone strike war room. It's exactly what it is. And of course, Janet's Jeez, at the God. helm of the controls. Janet, I love that bad Janet is always texting. That just goes to show you that that behavior Constantly. in society is the most annoying thing ever. She <laughs> never looks up for her phone, but for two seconds to insult someone. Oh God! And I, I really want like Darcy to live tweet during filming of like <laughs> just random thoughts that don't make any like honest to God. I would love for her Twitter or for bad like they should make a bad Janet Twitter and it should be out of context quotes of the week and it's just like you know I'm a naughty bitch and no <laughs> one has any idea what it means until we piece together when they were filming that scene. <laughs> Just random, uh, yeah, just words that people are saying around the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. That's good. So, yeah, so they're they're going to send a team in to extract the humans from uh, Mindy's. The neighborhood that they developed that's a success is going to be put into the museum tonight. That's what the party's for. Bum, bum, bum. 
him. Oh, no. <clears throat> Why do you think Sean took the body of a 45-year-old man? He can, o- white man, he can only fail up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Uh, I uh, wish that wasn't true. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's, um, uh, da, 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 da. I don't know why I put that it's out It's a whole order. thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But anyways, uh, Chidi is explaining uh, this situation to to Eleanor, like what's going on with the bros and stuff. We get back to the party. And um, she he he observes that she should now be able to help him because she wears glasses. <laughs> you have glasses I love now. that that's, that's act smart. I think the first three or four times I watched this episode, like in the past, I've never noticed that. And I'm sitting there taking notes. I'm like, wait a second. Did he just say that she should be smart because she has glasses? Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes. He's just uh, looking for any any way to get out of it. Yeah. So he's like, I can't lie. There's no possible way that I can lie. And smart Eleanor says, wait a second. You can lie because moral particularism. What? You read ahead? <laughs> I love that. Like, that's that's love right there. Right? She loves him, and this is the proof. Just I because felt... she's a straight-up hottie doesn't mean she can't also read, okay? <laughs> yeah. Right? I felt that that was the moment that Chidi's gonna, like, turn. Like, he's... he. I've As she was just explaining all of that to him, I imagine him just, like, hard eyes for days. Just like, oh, my God, you're talking philosophy to me. Oh my god. Heart eyes. Heart eyes, yeah. I think it's I, I think it's a little further south. Oh Ooh. boy. So she's explaining moral moral particularism. There's no absolute rules, but mo- morality is based on the situation. So because these are demons and because they're doing bad things, you can lie to them so that they can get away and get to the good place. And as she's explaining this all, Dax comes over and hits on his IRL wife. And I think that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And the way yeah, he does it is so great. You got that good stank. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're so good together. <laughs> They're the best. Yep. And then right back at you. <laughs> right back <laughs> at you. I was like, yes. Smash you later. It was just such a fun little back and forth. The little little things in this show are so great. But anyways, Janet comes over and she finds, you know, she tells him what's going on. Guys, you are being put into an exhibit here. So we'll see what happens there because we're back in the situation room. And the Black Ops team is going to catch... <laughs> the humans and they get to Mindy's and projectionist Janet is opening her mouth so we can hear what's going on. The living room's clear and then all of a sudden we hear ah, ah, eh, whoa, the wind chimes are so good and then they walk in. The wind chimes are just going. <laughs> oh my god. And they're like what's going on? And he's like oh friends I'm Derek. Ooh my wind chimes like you. What does that even mean? What is happening? I don't I don't know, man. Oh, but it's at this point they realize the humans are not there, and guess what? Neither is Michael. He split. I love that the chair is just spinning right. like an old timey cartoon. <laughs> like he it just was like ran out of there. You can almost imagine yeah. the si- the the sound effect. Right? And then there's off. just a Michael shaped hole yeah. with one arm up, one arm down. Yeah. <laughs> The, so we get back the to the party. Chidi has had the courage to to rejoin the conversation with Jason and Dax. And he's like recommending books for torture, which seems a little suspicious until his epic ball tap. And now he's one of the guys. <laughs> and I love <sighs> it. He's, he's like, 
don't mess with me. I'm the torture master. I'm Trent. It is the worst <laughs> attempt at being one of the bros I've ever seen in my oh, life. God. Oh, God. Uh, but anyways, they're all, they're all uh, nearby and uh, getting together because they see robot versions of themselves unveiled. So the whole exhibit is robot versions of themselves. And Tahani is upset about what her hair looks like. But the impression <laughs> is pretty much spot on. I'm Tahani Al-Jamil. I have so much jealousy that it could power Elon Musk's underwater home, where I've been to, by the way. And then we cut yeah. to Tahani. She well, goes, I have. well, I have, actually. And it's, uh, <laughs> what's the word she used? Oh, I can't. I just forgot what the word was. And it was so key. She's like it's uh, no, uh, I don't know spectacular or something like that, but that's it's a more mm-hmm. Tahani word. And then cut back to the robot. It's spectacular. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my name is Chidi. Oh, or is it? I can't decide. Oh, my stomach hurts. Oh, my stomach. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. All the demons God. are having a kick out of it. Man. They're, They're loving it. Laughing. And those necks, the necks on Very them are creepy. so creepy. Oh, I loved it. It's like an old, it's like the necks had to be made of an old timey tube amp in order to power the voice mouths, mm-hmm. the speaker mouths. I don't know what it was. Everything else was ultra realistic except for these little tube amps that are in their neck, but whatever. Yeah. It was very like Jason, of course. Is, my name is uh, you know, Jason retro. Mendoza. <laughs> Jason, of course, is, hey, look, that's me. But Michael oh, shows up just in time. Eleanor goes, why do you smell like loud and confusing? How is that even possible? (laughs) It's just the Transformers. And they need to get out of there. But Sean is there. So what are they going to do? Guess what? Jason has a plan. You know what it is? Oh, man. Oh, my God. This is the one time that 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 was a good idea. But this is Jason. Jason predicts this show. If you listen to Jason, you know what's happening. You can ignore everyone else, but Jason says that he's going to throw a Molotov cocktail, and goddamn, if you don't know, he's going to throw a Molotov (laughs) cocktail by the time that episode's over. It's coming. Of course, they're demons, so why that would slow them down, I am not certain. (laughs) But it worked. Well, did you also notice that when he threw the Molotov cocktail, he didn't yell out Bortles? He yelled out Jordles. Yeah, Jordles. <laughs> Jordles. <laughs> Another one that I didn't notice the first two or three times. And with that one Molotov God. cocktail, it just went up in flames. Well, that like was a the big one. one. Just, and it just went everywhere. The whole place just on fire. Okay. I mean, I don't know what size those bottles come in, but when he threw the one against the train that didn't do anything before, it was kind of small. This was a big bottle, so I can see it happening. And I like the quick cuts where it was like bottle, uh, napkin, then lighter, (laughs) flick, and then, oh man, here it is. Well, that was the other other perfect thing. Like, this show's so brilliant because he mentions the Molotov cocktail on the train. He also spends multiple seconds getting confused about his pocket square and what the heck that thing is and he uses the pocket square to make the molotov yep. cocktail it's brilliant writing it is it's so nothing good. is wasted it, it, nothing is wasted <laughs> so, so we get to the portal and michael starts getting ready to send them through but he realizes He's only got three pins. And he says, guys, just go through. I'll figure it out later. And then Eleanor gets back there with the last pin. And she's like, what, what are we going to do? Go ahead. You have something to say, Kevin? 
Well, I just want to know. So when when Jason jumped through the portal, did he yell Bortles? He did yell or Bortles, Bortles that time. He was through with Jordles at but that was point. it? Are you sure it was it? Was it Portals? Because I could see him doing that too. <laughs> yeah, he's just such an idiot that he's yeah. jumping through the portal and he yells Portals. Portals. Because I couldn't tell. Maximum Derricks, go back and have a listen. Tell us if Jason yeah. yells out Jordles, Bortles, or Portals when coming <laughs> through the portal. So they all jump through. And Eleanor is like, Michael, you can't. We can't leave without you. And he announces that he has solved the trolley problem. And this is where we know that Chidi is an absolute genius because he got this demon to say that in the trolley problem, you are forced to choose between the demise of two parties when the real solution is to sacrifice yourself. And he pushes Eleanor into the uh, portal. What? I couldn't believe he sacrificed himself. And then he plays it off all nonchalant, turns around and goes, hey, what's up, boss? Fremulon. Yeah, that's probably, I mean, in his head, that might be the only real solution. He could probably get out of it. I don't know if he's going to be going to retirement soon or what's going on, but, oh, man, that was so good. That was like the most human thing that he can do. And he learned. He leveled up. Yeah. He leveled he up just leveled in that up. moment. His heart grew three sizes that day. <laughs> How many good place points do you think he was awarded? I mean, if Mindy St. Clair can get into the medium place from being one of the worst humans possible just for coming up with an idea. Yeah. How much? I mean, to give now, up yourself. But keep in mind where he is, who he is, where he's from, what he's done. I'd say he got eight points but like that eight that's on its side and is uh, well, it's an oh, infinity you got uh, infinite points yep yes like what's on his birth certificate okay so, yes all of it all the points you got so, all the points yeah this was just it was an unbelievable episode and we're we're just in the swing of this i remember watching season one thinking this is probably one of the best shows on tv and then watching season two thinking it's so clever it's so creative they blow everything up in every episode this is going to be one of the best episodes on TV and one of the best TV shows on, on television. And then once we get to this string where it's this singular story arc and they're not necessarily changing the game every episode, but there's still this immense cliffhanger and we're really sticking with the same characters developing and we're, and we're seeing growth and we have writing like the Molotov cocktail incident. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> this, this might be, the best show on television. I think this was the moment where I, I legitimately thought I'm watching the best show on TV right now. It's so good. I don't know where it's going to go. Even like, okay, if I looked back on Jules from 10 episodes ago or whatever, like I didn't know where they were going to go in season two. I had no idea. And now that we're getting close to the end of season two and I already know for sure there's going to be a season three, I have, I can't conceive what's next for these characters. Like, it's so ridiculous. And I'm sure once we get into it, I'm like, oh, of course they're going to do this. Of course they got to do all that. But right now it's crazy. And that's how I was ending season one back when we talked about it. I was like, I don't know what season two is going to be about. What is all this? This is ridiculous. And still, they upped it. They upped it this season, and I'm like, "What is all this going on? This is ridiculous. How are they going to get another season with these characters?" 
but we'll but see. But it builds. Like this, we saw this just in this episode with the pocket square, as Tim pointed out. But this show builds on everything it has ever done mm-hmm. and doesn't waste anything. Like even when they were in the, the Museum of Human Misery, the song that it was playing was a jazzy instrumental version of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, <laughs> which we've already seen them right? play repeatedly. Oh, so that, again, they're calling back to previous episodes and jokes and reusing them in in novel and interesting ways. I can't wait. I think this is going to be great. This is why when... So Jason Mansukis told a story about his agent called him and said, hey, Michael Schur wants to give you a call tomorrow and pitch a character to you for this show called The Good Place, which Jason was already watching. He on his own volition was watching the show because he's worked on Parks and Rec. He's worked with Michael Schur. He actually come to find out he worked with Darcy Carden. They came up in the same improv troupe together so he's known oh, nice. Darcy for like 20 years so his agent says yeah so Michael Scherer wants to call you tomorrow he goes no no, that's okay just tell him I'll do it like no <laughs> questions asked and then yeah. the agent's like no but he wants to call you anyways he goes that's fine I'd love to talk to him but please tell him I will do it and call me and then Michael Shore calls him and he goes hey man I can't wait to do the show he goes well let me tell you about the character you're going to play opposite of Darcy Carden he goes stop selling me I'm good so but this is because Michael Shore is such a genius everybody who's been in shows with him will tell you that he's absolutely brilliant and the Shurniverse that's now on TV is definitely something <laughs> that we all need to be a part of and that we are so oh, thankful yeah. to be a part of here on Everything is Fine a Good Place podcast so thank you for joining us through this journey with this wonderful TV show and listening to us talk about it. We love interacting with you guys. So please get on the Facebook discussion group. If you're not already go to Facebook, search, everything is fine. You will find us there and uh, join all the other maximum Derricks and just talking about the show. We are only like three weeks away at this point of just being able to every week, every Monday, we get to just go together and go, what's going to happen next week? What do you think this means? What do you think that means? The Facebook discussion group is going to blow up. So please get involved. Check us out on all the social medias at everything is fine podcast on Instagram and everywhere else at nerdy things pod and at www.nerdythingspod.com because this is a nerdy things pod production. We are also part of a much larger conglomerate of podcasts called the Famous Original Podcast Network. You can find that at fopnet.biz. Woohoo. Once again, so if you like, that's fopnet.biz. If you like us and if you like podcasts, there's a ton of podcasts over there. And we have another one called Nerdy Things Podcast. We talk about, what did we talk about this week? We talked about the fall TV lineup. Yeah, which we talked about the good to. place in Nerdy Things Podcast. But there's also other podcasts by other cool people. So go check out Fopnet. Fop. What? Fopnet.biz. And I will say, I've noticed that <laughs> yep. some of you have gone over and listened to the Nerdy Things Podcast because we've seen a few of our Maximum Derek's start commenting on Nerdy Things Pod episodes, which is great. So yeah, that we did a fall TV preview that's running right now. You guys should listen to that because obviously you're television fans and obviously you trust our judgment because we do a podcast about the best show on television. So you should listen to what other shows we think are good and think might be good. And at the Famous Original Podcast Network, Kevin does a guest spot every couple weeks on a, a podcast called Dumb All Over. And they started that network and we trust their judgment. And they've got a whole bunch of other great podcasts that we're all just trying to work together to spread the love and spread the good word. So get on that, guys. Check it out. But for us, as always, have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye.